five four three two one welcome back to the fever pitch podcast i'm your co-host brian and then how you doing what's up zay yeah all right we had a very interesting week of football but let's talk about some monday night football broncos bills talk to me dan um i wasn't gonna watch this game i thought the bills had an easy one and i was sorely sorely mistaken uh russell russell wilson looked like he was back in seattle Probably one of his better games this season. He hasn't been playing bad this year, but this one was for sure a good performance by him. He did what he had to do. And a couple of that was a solid run game with the uh, Latavius Murray, X Bill getting the uh probably uh Javel McLaughlin and Javante Williams getting it done in addition to um Samaji P run also had having some impact on in the run game. Bill's offense was solid, but the real common cover was the defense. They forced the number of turnovers on Josh Allen. And even though the Bills defense tried to stand pat, it wasn't it was, it was tough to overcome some of the turnovers. And as a result, Denver got the W. The Denver just pulled off a few upsets. They got the win against Kansas City, and now they got this win against Buffalo last night. So even though they did get blown up by 50 earlier this year, the the you know, they're shaking that off almost then. They're now on the three-game win streak, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Let's, before we even talk about the Broncos, let's talk about the Bills. Josh Allen had two picks. How many does that put him on the season? Say... Picks. 11 picks through, what, 10 games? He had a home. Yeah. He had a home, which is his fault. So he had three turnovers himself that game. Mm-hmm. Fumble first game of scrimmage, so four turnovers on the Bills that game. On the on the season, Josh Allen has eleven picks, and then we get the fumbles. Let's see. I'm sure he has at least like two or three fumbles. Yeah. The real yeah. question here is, what's going on with Josh Allen? Madden Curse, bro. It's the Madden Curse. Uh, he's brought it back. The Bills are playing very. Very bad. They're losing games. They shouldn't lose. Um, right now, the playoffs would start today. They wouldn't be in it. Texans would be in the playoffs. So, the Texans would be in the playoffs over the Bills right now. Texans would be yeah. in the playoffs. Almighty seven. I'm telling you, we'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll get to that. Let's talk but, about something. But yeah, like it's they hard to that. overcome that many turnovers. And this man, Josh Allen, did he lead the league in picks last year? No, Dak did, but Josh Allen leads the league since he's been in the league. That Josh Allen leads the picks, leads the league the pits since he's been in the league. Bro, so. Yeah, so I mean, the common thing. He, yeah, he plays us a very not no no no. It's reckless. It's a reckless style of football, and as a result, you see how it's panned out. He has four fumbles on the year. He had thirteen fumbles last year, so yeah, it's bad. It's very bad. Yeah. Like the Started the game, forced the fumble. It was like, dang, they never let up. So it's like, man, something's definitely going to happen in uh, Buffalo at the end of the season. Uh, I think the coach is gone. Some, someone's gone. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to go. But it's crazy because when you look at it by the numbers, it should have been an offensive performance by the Bills. The Bills had more total yards. 
they had over 70 more rushing yards, and they averaged 7.1 yards per play. While the Broncos averaged 4.2 yards yeah. per play, had 120 yards rushing, and so on. So when you look at it overall by team stats, the Bills should have won this game. But it was very That's... clear from that you saw from the possession time in this game that the Broncos held the ball the majority of the game. They did not give up the ball nearly as much. And they were converting, right? But let's talk about Cortland Sutton. Did you guys see that touchdown? Yeah, that was a beauty. You know, Russell it's Wilson. Best toll drag I've ever seen. It's actually good ball. Good, greater catch. That was I'm going to just say, Russell Wilson has made some plays that many people, uh, you know, there was that play on the Thursday night game. He threw a, he threw a, he chucked one to Doug Baldwin in the playoffs. He had a Thursday night one to Doug Baldwin as well. Russell Wilson makes plays, and Cortland Sutton did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think he fumbles later on that game, so that could have cost Buffalo the, the I mean, could have cost them the win there, but, you know. Shout out to Russell for putting in on the money. Those turnovers from Russell Wilson, saying two touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, I read a stat that Russell Wilson on Monday nights is is a very dangerous guy. Dangerous. Hey, that's probably where he got it from. But overall, what change do you guys think the Bills need to make going forward in this season if they want any shot of going to the playoffs? Okay. You know, Josh Allen needs to be more careful with the ball. Maybe <laughs> more careful with the ball. Coaching, thank the coaching guy there. It's, well, it's been like three years. They haven't made it. They haven't made it to the AFC Championship. I mean, they have the team for it. They really want. They really want. They lost though. Mm-hmm. Oh, to the Bengals, right? To to. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Big coach, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, James Cook, he put it on the ground for 109 yards, but the receiving that we saw from this team just wasn't what you expected. What? Yeah, no, no true standout in the in the past in the past game. It was balanced, which is which is good, but unfortunately, when you throw two picks, it's like, what can you, what can you expect? Exactly, and when you're not using your favorite receivers. When Stefan Diggs has three receptions all game for 34 yards, a lot goes into question because there's no way they had him strapped like the Navy. There's no way. Well, Patrick Sutan, Justin Simmons, who Justin Simmons had to pick in this game. Patrick Sutan is a very good DB. I think you could argue top 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 ten DB in the league, top five DB in the AFC. Um, he had two tackles. It doesn't look like he had any pass defenses or anything, but you know when you when you put your QB your your cornerback one on your wide receiver one, this is gonna be a battle all game, and I think Satan got the best of him thus far. I don't know what from what I've seen from Diggs in the past. It's hard for me to believe that they really had him strapped for only three receptions the whole game. Also, I did for my fantasy team. Luckily, I didn't even know when to game to win that fantasy game. But he only six fantasy games. But he wasn't strapped. He was just like, I think Josh Allen was just making bad reads. 
The defense was like defense was clamped though. Defense Broncos defense was like better than I expected them to be. So yep. The Broncos did overall have a good showing through this game. Um outside of just uh Russell Wilson, we had Javante Williams putting on the ground for 79 yards. We already talked about Cortland Sutton and what he did in this game. Um, we even saw a little bit of scrambling from uh Russell Wilson. He had nine carries himself for about 30 yards. Yeah. Um, Samaj Perrine uh had 35 yards, Jerry Judy 35. Um, yeah, he was moving this ball around and their defense definitely came to eat, you know, um, yeah. Fabian Moreau had a pick and Justin Simmons also had a pick as well. Uh, Jaquan McMillian, uh, had four tackles and one assist on over there. So they were definitely attacking this Bill's offense on all sides. I will say, um, towards the end of the game, though, I think the refs kind of shot shot Denver some bail. There was there was that PI in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It was a good call, but I don't think you call that there. What like, do you- I don't I don't know if you call that there because it's like it's really bad when the game is determined by the refs. Mm-hmm. But it's like you kind of had to call that one. Mm. I think it was the perfect strategy because he was smoked off the line. But Russ yep. saw it. He was like, yeah, I'm just going to throw it. And it's a penalty. There it goes. And one, set him off. one thing we also got to, we also got to briefly highlight, that, that field goal drill right before halftime, that was crucial. Because then they were like, yeah. Right before halftime, they got that field goal done. And like, yeah. And yeah, that that really was a deciding factor. Because if you look at the second half, I mean, you know, they both got in the end zone a few times in the second half, but without that field goal, they lose that game. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not gonna lie to you guys, when I was watching the game, I saw the initial missed field goal and I turned off my TV. And then I woke up in the morning and it said the Broncos had won. So then I had to go watch back. And I saw, I was like, oh, they had the Bills had 12 men on the field. So yep. they got a chance to kick another field goal and then made it. It's yeah. mistakes like that that you really can't be making in the last moment that the Bills seem to continually be making. And I got the chance to talk to a few Bills fans in the past coming weeks. And one thing that they've been saying is the coaches need to let Josh Allen be Josh Allen. For some reason or another, he's been playing either a more reserved uh, brand of football or different than the way he usually plays. And hmm. you definitely see it and tell. Um, so just overall in his play style, a lot of even the fans are saying that they need to let Josh Allen be Josh Allen. Right. Because we all know that he's capable of playing well, but for whatever reason that we're seeing, it just hasn't come to its fruition in this season. Yeah. I will say, though, outside of that one, you know, butt-whooping against, against Miami that the Broncos had, they've lost a lot of their winnable games. They have. And and with this three-game win streak that they're on, they got Minnesota up next, they could get that one, too. 
Mm-hmm. That will put them at five and five. And you probably will you probably wouldn't have thought they'd be here after week three. So I wouldn't say it's quick for them just yet. Because uh, they were, you know, the outside of Kansas City, the AFC West is a very tight race. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to see how that how that plans, how that pans out. Yeah, with wins over the Packers, Chiefs, and now Bills. The Broncos might actually be a team of some concern. I don't know what they figured out in the past few weeks, but everything is clicking on all cylinders. That's a fact. But on the contrary for the Bills, when you look overall at who they've lost to this season, there's definitely some question marks in there. Opening game, Aaron Rodgers is out. Lost in, lost in overtime to the Jets. Um, Jags, okay, that was expected. Potentially, Patriots. A loss to the Patriots. The what were the Patriots now? Like seven, like two and seven, or something like that. Yeah, they don't. I know they don't have a winning record. Yeah, even even that Giants game, they could have lost that, and they probably should have lost that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it seems as though. I mean, I don't even want to say it's the Madden curse. I think the Bills are just getting exposed. They've had only one. They've had two or three blowout wins, and the rest have been one-score wins. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, all their losses have have been one-score losses as well. So that's why it's like, you know, if a few things are flipped around, you could argue they could be undefeated or winless. Depending on how you see it, mm-hmm. um, Mike Greenberg from ESPN said that Josh Allen is this generation's Brett Favre. <laughs> what do you What do you think about that? I don't like it. <laughs> Brett Favre is kind of crazy. I mean, Brett Favre he got some things done, you know. Dude. Calling Brett Favre is a little bit far fetched to me. Do a lot of turnovers. Then they had that much playoff success. He did get that one Super Bowl, though. Exactly. You know, he got a Super Bowl under his belt. So I can't I can't really quite compare Josh Allen to Brett Favre. Maybe of this of this generation, I mean, I don't think it's that far fetched to me. maybe like late stage Brett Favre. But Brett Favre, when things were firing on all cylinders, I don't know about that. Brett Favre has led the league in interceptions twice. Three times, pardon me, three times. Uh, I'm sure Josh Allen might be the league in picks this year. So I think it's something to keep an eye out for. I feel like Josh but We can't discount that Brett Favre is a three-time NFL MVP. Like, Yeah, he's talented. But I'm just saying, you know. It's something that doesn't sound that crazy to me. Because you're, you're looking at it in hindsight. If you just take talent for talent and play style for play style, it's eerily similar. I think we're thinking about Brett Favre's play while we were alive. You know, we have to look at things in its totality. Brett Favre was stud. I don't think it's that crazy in my opinion. Do you know some of Brett Favre's highlights? Yeah, he's a gunslinger, just like Josh Allen. 
So for someone to say that Josh Allen is this generation's Brett Favre, like, that doesn't sound that crazy to me. What do you think, Zay? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's a reach, but it makes sense, though. They both do interceptions. They both are known for how good they play. So, yeah. Yeah. My, okay. my, my only thing is Brett Favre has those those accolades behind his name to back it up. Josh Allen has yet to get any accolades to back up his name. Okay. Well, anyway, let's see. Josh Allen is in what year six? Five? Let's see what he let's see what Brett Favre did in the first five years of his career. Since we're talking about accolades. He let's had an MVP. <laughs> Within five years? Yeah, he came into the league in 91. He got the his first MVP in 95. And he, oh, he won three MVPs in a row. <laughs> yeah, Brett Favre is that guy. Like, I'm trying to tell you, like, huh. Josh Allen, <laughs> Brett Favre is, I'm sorry, that's that's disrespectful to Brett Favre. That's a huh. Hall of Famer. <laughs> huh. Oh, well, you know, for okay, Josh Allen was wondering up his third year. So. You said yeah. what? Say it again. Josh, Josh Allen was runner up for MVP in his third year in the league. Oh, so so we count we count runner up compared to a three P. <laughs> Chill. I'm just saying. I'm saying it's not like I wouldn't say it's a reach. I think it's it's something you could have a conversation about. That's all. Thanks. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you there. Yeah, it's just something you have a conversation about. I'll agree with you there. Um. But let's talk about some of these blowouts that were unexpected. Talk to me about the 49ers Jags. That completely. I was like, what? The Jags look like they couldn't move the ball offense. Brock Purdy. It looks like the same Brock Purdy. I, uh, you know, I don't get it, bro. <laughs> I've seen this game. If you look at the game, that first touchdown, I should have been a pick, but. I made a great football move, so it was a touchdown. You know, the Jags just got exposed. I still think they're one of the best teams in the AFC, but they just had a bad game. Yeah. Like, I still think that Trevor Lawrence is still a top eight quarterback in the league. But But his L's are, like, really bad. Really, really bad. He had two picks on the fumble in this game. No touchdown passes. The run game got stuffed. Christian Kirk was only standing down the passing game. But he was just really, really bad. So bad. Um, you know, Fred Warner and Tyler Noah Hufanga both got a pick for um San Francisco. Jake Moody did his thing in the kicking game, but I don't know. It's something about Jackson. It's just like really bad. This is why I still had the 49ers in my top five because you had to, we have to also keep in mind the additions that this team just had. The reason that they're performing this way isn't just because they are all of a sudden just firing on all cylinders. No. Look at this defense. <laughs> you have Nick and Chase getting after it. Actually, kind of scary. I'm it's, not going to lie. 
actually very terrifying for any QB back there. It's yeah. like they're getting there at the same time. I'm like, yo. You can't double team both because you double team one, the other one's getting there. So it's like they might have found something, but that's why you use your legs. I think if Trevor, Trevor Lawrence would have used his legs a lot that game, he would definitely, uh, you know, like QB like Kyler Murray or like a Lamar Jackson, use it like use their feet. They'd definitely uh, be able to get past that pass rush, but it's still going, you know, limit the time to get the ball to hand. So that addition was. You know, still, that was the only trade, actually the only notable trade I thought that happened at this deadline. It was actually pretty quiet. Yeah, that that trade in itself, like, when you look at it in its totality, you have two people, two defensive ends who play together and have team chemistry from Ohio State playing together again. Crazy. Also back there, you have the likes of linebackers like Fred Warner, who's just not only a ball hawk because he had a pick in this game, but the secondary is also very dangerous for this team as well. Insane. Like, and I know a lot of people over these past few weeks, they're like, oh, Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that, because he caught three losses in a row. Guys, relax. (laughs) The first three losses in his career. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, back to back to back. But clearly, everybody goes through the ebbs and flows. And luckily for him, he went through these ebbs and flows in the middle of the season rather than at the end of it. Yeah. Right. Because in this game, he threw for 296 yards, three touchdowns, and also notably, uh, oh, this is the first game Christian McCaffrey didn't have a touchdown. That 17-game streak. They try to give it to him at the – at like three minutes left, where he just couldn't get in the game up around the gut. Then they tried to put him in a wide receiver. He caught it, but he wasn't getting in. So they tried to like act like make him break the record, but it was cool, but he couldn't get it. So yeah, I mean he I mean he holds the record now, so it is what it is. No, he's he's tied with um I think he's tied oh. with he's tied with um someone. Oh, I thought he beat it. I thought the record was 16 before. I think it's tied. Oh well, I mean he tied the record, so I mean, even in that regard, that's that's still something very good. You know, um, we saw Debo Samuel's back. Um, he's back and healthy. Uh, George Kittle also firing on all cylinders. Uh, Brandon Ayuk firing on all cylinders as well. Yeah. Um, the 49ers are a very dangerous team, which is why they never slipped out of my top five in, my, in the power rankings. Yes, they lost three in a row, but you have to look at what they do. Yeah, facts. Uh, they got a hard schedule coming up. I think, I don't know. I think they definitely can lose some more games. They play the Bucks next week. I think they can lose that game. To some the Buccaneers? Reason, I like Baker any, any given Sunday. You, you, you have the Buccaneers over the 49ers. Yeah. I just like Baker any given Sunday. Mike Evans. I got a question. What have you seen from Baker Mayfield to make you say that? He's just a dog. Baker, Baker's type of guy, yo. You can throw him out there, yo. He's going to play football. No if ends of buts. He can break his finger. He's going to go out there and play football. You can get hit in the head. He's going to go out there and play football. And he's going to make plays. People just hate on him because he's with the Browns, and the Browns basically, like, ruined him. But I'm not going to lie to you. These next seven games, they could lose all of these. Yeah, uh, the 49ers, right? Yeah, they could lose all, all of these. Yeah. This, is, this is where teams are really made. I mean – 
I don't think they're gonna lose against the Buccaneers, but I think they will, bro. That's the upset of the week, that, bro. The, that December third, hey, they should move that to an evening game right now. What's December third? Niners Eagles. Yeah, Philly. That's an L. Forty Niners. Even hot L. Yeah, why move to evening? You said December third. Yeah, four twenty-five. Oh, that's gonna be a great game. I actually need to. Well, that's a double-edged sword because I'm gonna need one of them to lose. <laughs> Who do you want to so, lose? I think the Eagles lose actually because we have the same record as the 49ers right now. So, so steaming hot L. Yeah, but this is some 25th game against the Ravens 49ers. I need the Ravens to go down to go down to, go down to the Bay and beat them. So the seeding is falls correctly. I literally only see two, maybe three wins left on the schedule. And I don't know. I don't even know about the Cardinals anymore because now that Kyler and James Conner are back, who even knows what's gonna happen? Hmm. Kyler did look pretty good. I think they'll split with the Seahawks, though. Um, I think they'll beat the Rams. I think they'll beat the Commanders. Um, who will be the Commanders? San Fran. I yeah. think the Commanders is like it's like a lower level Steelers, bro. They're very gritty. You're not gonna blow them out. You're not gonna blow the you're not gonna blow the commanders out. Yeah, they can win these games. I think could they could have beat the Eagles twice. They just they don't know how to finish. You know, they, when they don't know how to the fourth quarter count, they don't know how to finish. Yeah. But right. they can win these games. Feel me right now. Dang, right now, playoff pitcher, that was six seed. That means we'll go against who? I don't want to go to the Bay. I don't want to. I don't need that matchup. I don't need that matchup. What, so y'all can't win. Huh? Y'all can't win. Y'all are y'all not beating the 49ers at home. can't win, bro, but I don't need the. We played them every year consecutively in the playoffs, bro. And they beat y'all every year. Actually, I, actually, I want Dad to go play him because I want him to shut up everyone else. I want him to shut up everyone, so I want him to go play hey. But I would love an easier route to the. I would love an easier route to the championship. So you know, if we can drop a seed and play the Lions. I'm cool with that. You know, hey, the Lions, the Lions ain't easy either. Lions might catch y'all. Lions not gonna catch us, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that. Here's the here's the thing though, because Minnesota six and four. I like Josh Dobbs. I don't think this is gonna be sustained. They're two and zero in the North. That can't be sustained either. How they played? How did they play that Detroit yet? And if they have. I don't think they're gonna sweep Detroit if they if they beat them already. So if Seahawks take that division, that'll be better. I need the Seahawks to win out. Yeah. I need the Seahawks to win out. Seahawks take that division. And then see playoff pictures looking very interesting. I can't lie to you. I'm more interested in this motherfucking AFC playoff picture because it's like every AFC what North team might be in there. Yeah. If but, the season ended today, Bengals will be yeah. out. Yep. Yeah. But let's – Dan talked about something interesting with Josh Dobbs. Let's talk about that game. Josh Dobbs is 2-0 as a Viking. Josh Dobbs. Astronaut. He needs to be paid at least $15 million a year by somebody next year. Josh Dobbs. I'm saying it now. Josh Dobbs. Somebody needs to give – somebody needs to give Josh Dobbs a, like a three-year, $40 million contract. Joshua Dobbs, the pastronaut. The pastronaut. The pastronaut. He's a gamer, bro. Like, I don't know what else. What else do you want me to say? I dog in him, you know. He's... I know he had a dog in him this game against the Cowboys. He got a dog in him. Now he has a team. 
with a lot of, you know, stars on it. I mean, they got – Jay Jettis might come back. They could make a run. I don't know how they decide on Jay Jettis. If Justin Jefferson comes back and you got Josh Dobbs? Josh Dobbs. He, Josh Dobbs is mobile too, guys. He has two – he has two rushing at, touchdowns already. I was looking at I was like, damn, Kirk could have made this play with his feet. Because Kurt, Kurt is a, you know, I'm I love Kurt. Everyone knows I'm a fan of Kurt. Dan hates Kurt. But <laughs> <Three those. laughs> Kurt, what Artie Mix? I was at the gameplay. I was like, yeah, Kurt definitely couldn't have made that play because he don't he don't move like Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is like, you know, a little shifty guy. You know, that's yeah, like, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Minnesota could keep him, but that'd be crazy. <laughs> that would be, that'd be crazy. Hey, just just a reminder. Their car is trash. So that car is cool too. I just don't. Saints, I don't know. The Saints organization is actually. I think they want to run a two QB set. They want Tyson Hill in the game in the red zone, and they want that QB who's their starting QB off the game in the red zone. That's just how. That's silly. The Vikings have won five in a row. You said the Vikings said what? They're on a five game win streak. Jesus Christ! Jobs is on. The Dubs won two straight. Yeah. They're, on the foot. They're second in the north. Yeah, that's cool. I, I love to see the Vikings too. Shit, I'm trying to see anybody. I'm trying to yeah, see. you know, Minnesota's looking very, very solid. The pastor that is doing what he has to do, protecting the football, using his feet, a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, second most rushing yards on the team. He's getting the ball to his stars. Addison had a, I mean, uh, Hawk had a buck 34 in the TD. Addison has 69 yards. So you add jealous to the mix, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. Yeah. Where do you guys think Josh Dobbs will end up after this season? I think if he plays good for the Vikings, he could end up back at the Vikings. Yeah. Back at the Vikings. Who else needs the QB? Um, I think I mentioned the Raiders. The Raiders, nah, the Raiders got, nah. got Ain't that. no Carlos that guy, man. Ex to the Raiders, but they just don't fuck with Jimmy G no more. They don't mess with Jimmy G. Jimmy G's coach, bro. They benched him. He's an expensive coach. He's a backup. Yo, he's coach, bro. It's like there's nothing. Nah, nah, he's done. Jim, Jimmy G and Teddy Bridgewater are just bank robbers. They're both bank robbers. <laughs> No one they're not quarterbacks, they're bank robbers. North need a QB. They got, they, got, they got their money and they got out of there. I mean. Yeah. Josh Dawson might end up on the Bears. No, I think, I think they like Jalen. I think they know, was it? Justin Fields? Justin. I think Please. It's not even playing right now. Guys, you, you might see the Bears trade Justin Fields for picks. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Oh. You might see them trade for picks. I think they're trying to blow it up this year. Josh Dawes will be a bear next year. You said what? They had to trade him to a bad team. Like, who would they trade him to? Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, the Falcons. Who was oh, that's perfect. It's tough, bro. That's perfect. That's actually perfect. That's a feel there's going to be a Falcon next year. I already see it. Does the Falcons have any picks? Let me, let me look He's, at the picks. He's gonna be a Falcon next year. I, I already see it. So the Falcons in the 2024 draft right now. 
they have they're projected to have pick number 11 pick number 43 pick number 75 pick 111 pick 143 yeah so a bunch of mid-rounders yeah there's insiders suggesting that Justin Fields gets traded for Taylor Heineken a second and a third. Yeah. And right now, the projections have Bo Nix getting picked up by the Falcons. Oh, my. Bo Nix? Bo Nix is tough. Oh, he's old. That's good, though. He's seasoned, bro. Yeah, he's just old. That's the thing. Yeah, that's, that's what they said about Josh Allen. Yeah. You know, they said he was old. I mean, what could happen last night? <laughs> Not Josh Allen. Bengals. Oh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Well, anyway. Oh, wait. Joe Burrow, you said. Yeah. Let's talk about it. You said Joe Burrow. You pushed for the Bengals. And 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 he see, this is why this is why we we took out the we see why he couldn't play at Ohio, at Ohio State. He just was a built for the. He wasn't built for Columbus. You know who is built for Columbus? CJ Stroud, the Almighty Seven. She did it again, man. What can we? What more needs to be said, man? I think he needs to be in the conversation MVP. I know oh. he. I know he was there. What? What? Hold on, hold on. I just need a moment. Man. MVP just... conversation, rookie year, off of two games. Whoa, off a season, you you're not you're not seeing what we're seeing, man. Here's a lot, bro. Like Fanduel, all, all the sports bets books, he's minus one, he's minus a thousand twenty. Like he's minus twelve hundred. It's over. It's over. Like if he doesn't win the Warriors, it's like, come on. Listen, man. Listen, listen, listen. He oh, just man. in nine games. Now, you, now you're an MVP front runner. In what? nine in nine games, he only has two picks. This is a rookie quarterback. QB has to know what he's doing, bro. He only has two picks in nine games. What QB is doing what he's doing with the team he has? Let me, uh, bro. You had the Bengals win this game. Can you, tell me why before I before I expound. Why, why, why did I have the Bengals winning this game? Yes, because the Bengals should have won this game on because paper. of what? Because of what? On paper, they should have won this game because of what? Joe Burrow. You know the Bengals. They do their five. They're, they're four to five game. Oh, we're not a football team for the first few weeks. And then midseason, they lock in. This is when they're supposed to lock in. And all right, that's cool. That's cool. That's all cool until you get walked down by the Almighty Seven. <laughs> Almighty Seven is crazy. This is this is a different level of glazing, but talk to me. What what did Whoa, you do? Don't disrespect me. Don't disrespect me. <laughs> anyway. First of all, they said that the Texans all on is garbage. She was only sad one time. All right, cool. Do for three fifty six, on the road. Rookie QB, one TD, one pick. You know, everyone with those picks every now and then. But really, like I've been saying, the best thing you can give a rookie quarterback is a solid run game. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I said Damian Pierce is out. They might be coached. But all of a sudden, Devin Singletary had 30 carries for a buck 50 in the house call. Five yards a carry. This is the first time in a long time I see Devin Singletary look like an RB1. And yeah, I kicked him off my fantasy team, in fact. Sure enough, yeah. he, he did what he had to do. 
And Zay, I will say one, I, I play a lot of men, right? And I didn't know Noah Brown was like this. I picked him I up. Know. I picked up Noah Brown. I didn't know Noah Brown was like this. Noah Brown's like, I've been to Noah Brown's like that. He's a, you gonna catch it, bro. He's a for sure hands, you know. It's I didn't cool. know Noah Brown was like this. Had a buck 72 on seven catches. Yeah. Don't oh, he was from the Cowboys? Yeah. yeah. He's just like the, just because the depth we had at Robert Seaver, he was like the four five. Four. Yeah, Robert well, Seaver five in Dallas. So he wasn't getting no bump, but you go to Texas and see like number one, number two receiver. So it's like you get that bump. You get the show, you know. Don Schultz, another former cowboy, you know, had a solid show and did what he had to do. But I think a week, I think a week before, every all the five leading receivers were from was formerly Cowboys last, pre- last week. I think so. Noah Brown, Don Schultz, CD Lamb, CD Lamb. I think everyone was from, you know. Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all took y'all took Brandon Cooks instead. We and then the Texans said we'll take Noah Brown. So it was a it was an unspoken trade. But we got to talk about my boy, you know, the rookie. CJ Strauss said, we need to go get this guy. Take down Nathaniel Tate down. Six catches, 56 yards in a TD. You know, he's doing what he has to do. You could argue um, he can be in the conversation for offensive rookie of the year as well. I think CJ Strauss is a lock, but, you know, Tate down is doing this thing as well. Despite having three turnovers, he had a pick and two fumbles. He still did what he had to do in the game and then drive and put his team in the position to win. And the Bengals, when the only person running the ball is Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow, I don't think y'all are going to win the game. So that's about it. Burrow had two picks. He was sacked four times. He had a QBR at 37.1. That's pretty bad. Jamar eight. Tyler Boyd eight. Tyler Boyd dropped the touchdown pass. And I I remember that because I had a time boy in one of my leagues. She should have caught that. And that would have been the one right there. But sure enough. And here's the thing. The game was in Ohio. She just showed went to Ohio State. This is his homecoming. And sure enough, he got the W. This was a home game for CJ Stroud. And we see what happened. You know. Texans are a problem. They'll be a problem in the future. They're a problem right now. They'll definitely be a problem in the future. So, Wait till they get the O-line. <laughs> problem in the future. But, uh, for sure. So, was this a better showing by the Texans or a poor showing for the Bengals? The Bengals are trash. I already told y'all this. Better showing by the Texans. It's <laughs> fair. It's fair. What do you guys see these teams doing through the remainder of the season? Let's talk about the Texans first. Um, coming up, they have actually it's not it's not too bad, but in two weeks they got the Jags, and Broncos, Jets, Titans, Browns, Titans, Colts to close out the season. Oh, they they might clear that division. All one more games. They might not lose another game in that division. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, win up a game. They beat Jacksonville by 20 on the road. And I'm not really I don't really care about that home and away stuff, but I'm just saying, if you get 20 pieces at the crib, I think you might get 20 pieces in Texas. Facts. I don't know. They got I don't know. I'm not too high on the Texans yet. I'm a little apprehensive because, because? 
Overall, yes, they've been playing out their mind as of recently, but we tend to have, what's the word, recency bias. They started out the season with two L's. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Before oh, you even, no. hold on, no, no, no. You yourself even said, despite the score that we won't get, the Texans are vicious. You said that. Despite the score, you know. You, did, you didn't even let me finish. He, went, he had two hundred. He had 242 passing yards that game. Guys, can I finish? Okay, okay. You're talking about weakness. You're talking about weakness. You said, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You guys are ready to attack me, yes. I did say the Texans look good week one versus the Ravens. You know, I saw that they could be doing something dangerous. But I'm putting them middle of the pack and more so for the future, they're going to be a threat. I don't think they're quite there yet this season. Do you have the Bengals over the Texans right now? Overall, in this totality? Yes. yes. As of this moment right now, I have the Bengals over the Texans because Joe Burrow doesn't throw two picks. Uh, Boyd catches that touchdown. This is a very different game just off of that. All right. All right. And when you look at overall the stats, they got dominated on the run game, the Bengals. But it was pretty neck and neck when it came to the passing game. They The Bengals were efficient on fourth down and more efficient on third down as well. What really got them was the number of sacks and the number of picks that they threw. We're not talking about the fact that the Texans lost two fumbles and had a pick in this game. It was just overall the Bengals played worse, in my opinion. And that's this isn't to take anything away from the Texans. I think the Texans are playing out of their mind. And I'm very excited for what they're going to show in the future. But let's be serious. You don't nobody expects Devin Singletary to pop out with 150 in a TD again. Let's be serious. That was unexpected. I dropped him from my fantasy team because he was not giving me points. <laughs> All right. Noah Brown is promising for the future, definitely. And so is Tank Dell. And, you know, they got Dalton Schultz over there too. So, hey, whatever the Cowboys are doing, hey, y'all just keep throwing them players and they're going to keep doing their thing. Just uh-huh. about. Just he, about. Also had, he also had a rushing TV in this year. I just wanted to include that. Uh, CJ Sherrod, I didn't see that before. Um, I don't got too much else to say. I've already told you about the Bengals. I already told you about Houston. So only time will tell. I agree. Only time will tell. Speaking of timing, you know, I know it's Dan's favorite time to talk about the Chargers versus the Lions. Matter of fact, I'm gonna give you all some time to cook. I need to go get my notes. So just y'all should give me a second. Y'all talk about that for real quick. I'm gonna go get my notes. <laughs> all right. So the Chargers and the Lions played this past week. Um, final score was 41 to 38. The Lions won. Jared Goff had an amazing showing. Um, 333 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. David Montgomery, 116 yards on the ground with one touchdown. And in Raw, we, we trust Amon Ross St. Brown, eight receptions, 156 yards, and one touchdown. Getting get absolutely done in this game. Sure, sure. Levi Mass Keenan Allen has a great game for the Chargers. I think, I think Justin Herbert played way well too, but 
the better team won. I think the Lions, you know, they they back in that groove. They should win more games. To that game, if you know Dallas, that'll be a, that next test. Then who's else on the line schedule? Who else the lines have? Up on up next on the Lions schedule, they have the Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Browns, Vikings. They might win every game until the twenty fourth, <laughs> and then it gets hard. Then Cowboys, Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. So that's an interesting last three game stretch. Last three game stretch. I think that's the hardest stretch for them. I think every other games easy dubs. Bears easy. Packers easy. Mm-hmm. Saints are they even a team? Bears easy. Broncos hey I don't know new Broncos new age Broncos low key look nice so I don't know, but yeah definitely so see. I think overall in this game, oh, I forgot to even highlight, Jameer Gibbs had two touchdowns off of uh, 77 yards. And overall in this game, it was definitely more of an offensive battle, as we can see from this high score. Um, What really stood out for the Lions is their rushing attack. They had 200 rushing yards in this game and averaged 8.3 yards per game, 8.3 yards per play. Uh, 23 first downs, um, and they were four for five on fourth down this game. Um, They only punted the ball once. There were no sacks allowed in this game, so those offensive lines were definitely holding up. No fumbles and only one pick by the Chargers. I don't think this was, like you were saying, I don't think this was a bad game at all for the Chargers. And Justin Herbert, he had a great showing too, 27 for 40, 323 yards, four touchdowns and one pick. Um. Austin Eckler was getting it done as well. 19 carries, 67 yards with a touchdown. And Keenan Allen, like you were saying, also getting it done. Quinton Johnson also had a touchdown, and so did Jalen Guyton. Overall, why do you think the Chargers keep losing games? I just think they play better teams. (laughs) I just think they play better teams. But what's missing for them? Nothing. Nothing is missing for this team. I just think. I just think they uh they, they don't they don't close they don't close they have the leads and they don't yeah they don't maintain the lead but yeah it's like crunch time yeah, crunch time yeah because they started off cold in this game in the first quarter uh, the lines were up by seven then uh they continued and maintained that lead throughout the rest of the game um. Additionally, when you look overall at this game, the possession time was pretty even, so it was a back-and-forth battle for these two teams. But like I think you're saying, the overall, the Lions just had a better showing because they they were simply the better team here. Um, they're 7-2, and two, and even for when we look at the Chargers schedule, the Chargers schedule doesn't get any easier at all. Packers, Ravens, Patriots, Broncos, Raiders, Bills, Broncos, Chiefs. They'll probably beat the Packers. They're not beating the Ravens. Patriots, um, honestly, with the way the Chargers are playing, that's a that's a coin flip. The New Age Broncos, coin flip. Raiders, coin flip. Bills, coin flip. Broncos again, coin flip. Chiefs, loss. This is a tough schedule, I think. They yeah. beat they play the Packers. They might beat the Ravens, they might not. Underneath the lights, so they might just be the Ravens. Uh, Patriots, they smoke the Patriots. Broncos, I don't know. Coin flip Raiders, I don't know. That new that new head coach, 
got them playing like dogs. <laughs> I think they're so happy. They're so happy for the way things have been going for them ultimately. Yeah. And when you look at things in its totality, I think the, the thing that's lacking for this team is the rushing attack. Austin Eckler averaged three and a half yards per attempt. Three and a half yards per attempt. Uh, not enough. Yeah. Right. And we saw it overall in the team stats. They had less than 100 overall rushing yards, which is fine if Justin Herbert's going to air it out, but he can only air it out so much through four touchdowns. Yeah. Right. So what they may need is to pivot away from Austin Eckler or get some more support back there. Um, I mean, they had Joshua Kelly back there too, but he wasn't doing too great. Um, Had five carries, 16 yards. And what Justin Herbert averaged more yards per carry than both Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly. So I think that's that's where the pain point is for this team. It's It's the running attack. Um, I think we're used to seeing Austin Eckler be more dominant in the running attack. And since they use him kind of as like uh, in that combination form where they have him receiving and rushing, they just need somebody who's going to get on the ground and be grittier. So hopefully they look to that in this next draft. Yeah. Try get like a, or get like JK. Because I for sure don't think the Ravens uh, bring back JK. Oh, yeah. With this injury, probably not. No. JK is down with the... Baltimore Ravens, but I don't think he's done. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we're, we're going to see. We're going to try and see what we can do, but I know the Ravens, we do like J.K., but he just, every time he touches our field, he gets injured. Yeah. So. Let's talk about this Commander Seahawks game. Commander Seahawks. Trash. So, uh, it was more, it was a gritty, a more grittier win. Uh, than I thought it would be. I didn't think the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks should have had that much of a challenge with the Commanders. But what I have, I've been saying, like the Commanders, are basically the NFC Steelers. You know, they're gonna they're gonna be in every game when it comes late. But they just don't know how to to finish. Mm. But Seahawks definitely showed me that they they are actually you know mediocre. Mediocre. They're not very good. Geno doesn't play very good ball. I don't think Kenneth Walker had a good game. Some bounce from the game against the Ravens. He had a better game. The game against the Ravens. Oh my God. Not very well, but he bounced back. I think he had like, you know, they had like what 70, 70 something yards. Something like that. Probably a TD. But yeah, I don't think. I think the Seahawks are, you know, they have harder games coming up. And I don't think they I don't think they win those games. I think I like I like, you know, me personally, I like what you call better at QB, Drew Lock, better at QB. Not like Gino. You like Drew Locke better than Geno Smith? I disagree with that take because Geno Smith, yes, he had a bad showing in the past, but he did well this game. 31 for 47, 369 yards, two touchdowns, and he was distributing that ball for sure. He you had one, two, three, four. You have four players over 50 yards this game, um, receiving uh a deep ball to Kenneth Walker for a touchdown. Um, you had uh Jackson Smith. Uh, with over 50 yards, Tyler Lockett, 92 yards, DK Metcalf, 98 yards. So they were moving this ball around. They were distributing it. I think the big thing for the commanders is, like you're saying, they're the NFC's Steelers. 
And it's like, even with the loss, well, not even the loss, trading away people like Chase Young, yeah. they seem to still be able to stay in games and do well. They're doing well offensively. Sam Howell looked phenomenal in this game. 29 for 44, 312 yards, three touchdowns. Um, Brian Robinson was moving around as well. He had he was their leading rusher and receiver. Um, 120 yards receiving and a, and a touchdown and uh, 40 yards rushing. Um, yeah. And I'm seeing with the commanders, they – They'll more move use their players for rushing and receiving because they did the same with Antonio Gibson as well, who was their second leading uh, receiver, and he was also there rushing the ball as well. But Dan, uh-huh. our, Dan, our resident Commanders aficionado, talk to us about what you think about this. It's crazy. Um, saying how fit as good as you can play. Sands the fumble the the fumble. Um he also got sacked three times, so that hurts. I think the defense kind of you know, when you give up 29 points, you're likely gonna lose no matter how many points you score. 29 is a lot in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh and Gino was dealing out there. Kate uh Kenny Walker had to took a screen to the crib, DK Metcalf eight, Tyler Rocket eight, JSN eight. So the Seahawks receiving the receiving core uh collectively put up 369 yards, they played very well. Sam Howell fumbled and he was sat uh three times. But outside of that, I think he had a stellar show. Uh Jamin Davis, uh first round pick from 2021. Yeah, 2021. He you know led the team in tackles, had two tackles for loss, so he did what he had to do. And the veteran Bobby Wagner for Seattle, he had 10 tackles and half a sack. Um, tackles? Six solo. Out six there solo. killing them. Yep. Not softly at all. <laughs> and recently acquired Vernon Williams from – they got Vernon Williams in a trade from with the Giants. He had a sack and a tackle for loss in this game. So, I think it was a very – I know it was high scoring, but it was also a testament to both defenses. Because one more stop, one stop here versus a stop there, and this game is won. And Jason Myers had five field goals. So I think the real testament is that even though the, the commander's defense uh were got stops, uh they were there were stops that were still in field goal range, and Jason Myers did what he had to do. Had five field goals and two extra points. So he contributed for he contributed to for uh 17 of the Seahawks points in the matchup, man. As you can see, they got the W. Made the difference for sure. What do you think? I have a hot take for you guys. By the way. With a better offensive line, the Commanders are a playoff team. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was one last year, so it was like, you know, they almost won last year, so it was like. And the reason I say this is because I believe Sam Howell is the most sacked QB in the NFL right now. Yep. How many how many times has he been sacked this season? I think he's pushing 50 something. 50 sacks? That's too much. Might be more than that. It might be in the 60s at this point. Uh, 47. 47. 
And in comparison, like what's the what's the next person under him in comparison? Zach Wilson at 33. Exactly. Daniel Jones at 30 and Bryce Young at 29. So I really hope that in this offseason the commanders focus on building up this offensive line. I think the teams that really get it and understand it, the Cowboys, they understand it, the values of having a strong offensive line. The Eagles, they get it, having a strong offensive line. And I hope the commanders, they can understand that having a strong O-line is <laughs> essential because Sam Howell isn't a bad QB, in my opinion. And okay. I think they're going to stick with him. And if you're going to stick with him, you're going to want to protect him. You got him hitting the hitting the pavement, essentially, almost 50 times. And we're a little over halfway through the season. Do you want this guy to have long-term CTE? Can they lock in? <laughs> my thing is, you got arguably one of the best D-lines in the league. So y'all got to practice against these guys three, four times a week. Get better. <laughs> mm. Absolutely. That's how I see it. But anyway, um, also wanted to highlight quickly JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigwa. He's looking like he's picking up a little bit. He had a slow start, but it's looking like he's finding his footing in the Seahawks offense. Mm-hmm. So that's good to see as well. I'm glad. I'm glad. We we already talked about the Chargers and what me oh. identified was they need more from their rushing. The contrary to your belief, the oh issue, boy, look at the violin. <laughs> contrary to your belief, the issue isn't Justin Herbert. He threw for four touchdowns and one pick. So that was a bad pick, a very bad pick. Yes, Austin Eckler had a house call. What do you mean you need more contribution from your rushing? Honestly, less than 100 rushing yards versus uh, the Lions' 200 rushing yards. So the Chargers need to play better defense. That as well. Okay. But the rushing attack can use some work too. Their average carry was, um, what's it called? Their average carry, uh, I believe it was like three and a half yards for Eckler. And their most averaged yards was 3.8, and that was by Justin Herbert. Decent. Four, that's almost four yards a tote. I don't think the rushing is a problem here. But if you want to say that, if you want to keep, go ahead. What's your good. take? What's your take, Dan? You shouldn't have thrown that pick. <laughs> Outside of that pick, you played phenomenal. But you shouldn't, shouldn't have thrown that pick. Um, Eckwood did what he had to do because you wouldn't talk about the rushing. You also have 48 receiving yards. So that's over 100 yards of total offense on Austin Eckwood. Darren James had eight ta- had 13 tackles. Eric Andrews had six tackles. Don't throw a pick and you might you probably win that game. Literally, everything else was pretty solid. If you don't throw that pick, you win that game. I can't argue with that, but What I will say is that Justin Herbert may be better than you believe. He's good. He's a great loser. (laughs) 
he is the most phenomenal loser I've ever seen. It's a great loser. He's the most phenomenal loser I've ever seen. That is crazy. I've never seen anybody. He is a fantastic loser. I had had Justin Herbert in the fantasy week. Keenan Allen went crazy. He did. They just lost. That's all. So don't call this man elite when you can't win. I mean, for what he's getting paid, I think people would hope that he's more elite. Win. What do we just win? That's all you gotta do. Win games and I shut up. Mm. Right, y'all wanna some... give this high y'all wanna, y'all wanna give this man high praise. So if we wanna praise losing, then cool. Cool. Salute. Let's talk about some teams that got it done. Let's talk about the Falcons Cardinals. That boy K1. Mighty Mouse. That boy K1. The mouse. I never back. I never tore my ACL, but if I did, I would never play football again. So I, the fact that he made the comeback when, I mean, he probably got, he already got paid. He did what he had to do, but he made this comeback and the impact was shown. Despite throwing the pick, he had that game. He set up a game winning drive, which sealed the deal for, for Arizona in, in the matchup against uh, Atlanta. It looks like, um, did Taylor Heineke get injured? Because it looks like they brought Desmond Ritter back in for a little bit. Um, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. Collective, Let me see. Collectively, they threw for 70 yards and one touchdown. That's pretty bad. But the run game was stellar. They finally, or they finally, you know, they've heard the, the chatter. And B. John Robinson is finally being used how you think he'd be used. Mm-hmm. He had 22 carries, and I think he had a, a fair, a good number of uh, goal line carries as well. Had a house call, 95 yards. Desmond Ritter had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. So it was a back and forth matchup. Uh, but I like the Cardinals defense; it's pretty solid. And as you can see, as you can see, Buda Baker had 10 tackles. Kazir Wright had 11 tackles, and they ended up getting the W. Yeah, so Taylor Heineke suffered a hamstring injury. Right, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So James Conner is back also in this game. Um, he had a great showing as well. 16 carries for 73 yards. Uh, unfortunately, no touchdowns. So sorry to my fantasy team. Um, yeah. I will say also. Atlanta was up for a decent part of this game. They were up 14 to 6 at 14 to 6 and then 14 to 12 at half. And after in the second half, Arizona just turned it up. Jonathan Gannon, very solid coach. I'm telling you, this defense is legit to say the least. Um even though even though Kyrie Murray threw a pick in the and to start in the second possession after uh, halftime. Uh, the Card- the Cardinals defense only allowed three points, and then they got one, two, two more stops. So they kept they kept Arizona in this game, and they got a, a, a crucial win. So, so I know they're two and eight, but their record is not a testament to their performance. They probably can't win on the road, but when you come into Arizona, you might see red. 
You might see. I think the Cardinals are the best two and eight team I've seen in a while. Yeah. Uh, so, Trey, Let's move on to an important game. You know, let's talk, talk, Brian, talk to me about this Ravens versus uh, Browns. Whoa, 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 hold on. We got to talk about the. Hold on, hold on. Oh, <laughs> why are you pivoting? Why are you pivoting? Oh, 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 why are you pivoting? Hold on, hold on. I think, hold on. I think it's about that time. Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. We I still got to cover. We got to cover the Steelers and Cowboys first. Come on. I ain't worried about the games that won. We Nobody talk. cares about Jordan Love. He sucks. <laughs> and the Steelers defense is the Steelers defense. And Dallas played, Dallas played Tommy DeVito. I don't care about Tommy DeVito. What I do care about is let me just let me just read the stat for you, you know. Four hundred and four yards, four TDs, one interception, a one thirty-nine point five pass rating. And this was in three quarters. You know, not not the full game. This was in three quarters, you know. If you leave him out there for another quarter, he might go for six hundred yards. I'm just telling you, you know. Oh my goodness. I mean, I mean Dad, did you hear this? That was crazy, but it's justified. <laughs> let me let me also let me, let me also read this all right. All right. In the last four games, you know, 1,354 yards, first in the NFL, you know, 12 passing TDs, first in the NFL, 14 total TDs, first in the NFL, 72.1 completions percentage, second in the NFL, you know, 125.1 QBR. I'm first, just saying, um, I'm just saying, I'm not going to. Yards per attempt, <laughs> first in the NFL, first in the EPA. So that's play, you know, first NFL. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. That's- I'm not gonna give an I'm not gonna give an exterminator credit for stepping on the ant. You stepped on the ant, bro. Salute. I, I just gave you the stats for the last four games. That's uh, it. Okay. Okay. A lot of that offense came in the last game. You're talking about a thousand yards. He got four hundred yards versus the Giants. You guys crushed the Giants. Yes. You know, he had, had three hundred yards against the Eagles, right? Let's call it what it is, though. Your best defense. He had 300, he had 300 yards against them. Hmm. You know, CD, first play in NFL history to have three straight games, 10 wrecks, over 150 wreck yards. Just saying. The it's Cowboys offense looked great. No after after losing to Philly. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. I said nobody has a question about what y'all can do in the regular season. The Giants, I hope you guys beat them. Oh, it's sad. I don't even think the Giants have like ten touchdowns on the season. We, you know, we just be who's on the schedule. I mean, we don't make the schedule, so it's like, like, we just be who. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You do what you had to do. You stepped on the ant, bro. Salute. Be who's not on the schedule. That's all. Y'all, I will say, I will say, y'all are undefeated at home. Got to give you credit there. Dak went for three hundred and seventy-four passing yards and three TVs against the Eagles. This. No one defense, you would call it. You know, I want you guys to enjoy these next two weeks because come November 30th, we're going to smoke the Seahawks. I actually promise you, we're going to smoke the Seahawks. We're going to see what you guys are made of Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. Smoke them five game stretch. That's where we're going to see what type of team you guys are. I'm okay. I'm okay. You guys are being Seattle. We're going to split with the Eagles. Eagles are not coming into Dallas and beating us. The Bills, they're your new Bears, smoking them. <laughs> Miami, they actually—they <laughs> actually don't know how to beat winners. <laughs> Lions, smoking them. And we gonna end up Commanders beat them. Hey, you know. see, 
See, before the season started, I thought the Bills were gonna get y'all clear, but low key, y'all might get that one. You might, you might get, you might get, you might get a dinner out of me with that one. Hmm. Miami, bro, just like Miami smoking. They can't beat winning teams. They can't beat winning teams. They can't beat teams with a good defense. And that's exactly what we have. As long as y'all finish second in your division, I'm cool. I'm cool finishing. I mean, you know, we already got the same record as the uh, 49ers. We just need. We need the we need the we need the Lions to drop some games, and we need the uh, Eagles to drop some games. That Cardinals L is gonna come back to bite y'all. I'm just saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Facts it is, but but go ahead with your analysis of this day. My fault, I interrupted you earlier. Um, yeah, like I said on our previous episode, who's Tommy DeVito? Who is that? He's he's who they put on the field. <laughs> I know, I know. Y'all did what y'all had to do. Y'all stepped on the ant. Salute. I didn't even watch this game. Me either. I only watched so, watch it. So, like, I'm glad y'all stepped on the ant. Sure. Now, y'all got Carolina. That's a layup. You better not lose. Um, you know, I hope so. I hope not. Now, after Carolina, we'll see. Oh, you got – y'all might lose that Thanksgiving game on the short week. Oh, I guess – I guess Washington. It's a short week. Yeah. It's a short week, y'all, y'all. You might get they might catch you. It's Thanksgiving on the twenty third this week this year. Yeah, yeah, they might catch you. We're going to spank them. <laughs> oh, because they're coming off of the Giants too. Yep, We're going to spank the Commanders on Thanksgiving. You That's might get you might the get play caught. Game. The Lions play game this year. The Lions probably, probably. Y'all playing probably. the Lions for Christmas? Not even for. No. no, Detroit always Detroit always plays on Thanksgiving. We're just trying to see who they play this year. Hey, thanks. Detroit is playing the Packers. Dub. Anyway, <laughs> super dub. I think Dak Prescott has, you know, proved enough, yo. I think, you know, he's he's top five QBs right now. And I don't I don't think can you name him? Bronco, you made that face. Can you name five QBs? Go ahead. I can tell you for the totality of this season, who are better than Dak Prescott, yes, I can name five quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. You name them for me, name for me. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, if he's available. available. This season, it's this season. available. Yeah. Go ahead. Lamar Jackson. Okay. Yes, that's the one. Ten fumbles, five <laughs> INTs. No, I'm, I'm going to wait to get to Ravens game, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to get to Ravens game, go ahead. Hey, man. <laughs> um, I think I, I think I, I think right now I, I got CJ Stroud over Dak, personally. Debatable. You know, um, Trey Lance. No, my fault. T Law. Oh, my fault. We're, my clip, fault. we're clipping that. Yeah, he's just we're clipping that. Shit. That's getting clipped. I, I misspoke. I meant T Law. T Law. That's getting clipped. We'll see. Who else? And um, the first I can really see is Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Probably the only one that I wouldn't debate. Um, how many is that? Four. Um, who else? I think I might also give it to. I think Jared Goff has been having a better showing than Dak this season. JG. Yeah. Who else? Top five for sure. Oh, Brock Purdy. Uh, how can I forget? Anyway, anyway, oh, anyway. 
That's what anyway. Brock Purdy. Anyway. Brock Purdy under pressure has been. Anyway. Fun. Uh, Brock Purdy anyway. under pressure has been a garbage can on fire. Did you see what he did? <laughs> did, you, did? Hold on, hold on. Did you see what he did this last game? Huh? Did you see what he did this last game? So it was no pressure, right? He got pressured on half of his drop bags. No, bro. I, I got the stats actually. I, you know, I, I have it written down. Hold on, let me pull it up. He played okay. Played okay, bro. Dak is a top five QB in the NFL right now. You know, stats says it. You know, he's he's second in QBR in the whole league. You know, he put it. he put a little. No, I'm not saying that. He put a little bit more than okay. He played pretty well. But right now, Brock Purdy is the passer rating leader in the NFL. Is that true? Yes. One hundred nine point nine. Who's second? Tua. Hmm. He's, oh, number one in QBR as well. Hmm. All right, well. I still I not to put some respect on Brock Purdy's name. He's still not moved. He's not a bad QB. I need he lost to PJ Walker. Can you name one other player that went to the universe? One other football player from the universe from the University of Temple? No, you can't. Listen, okay. okay. Let me give you this Brock Purdy stat real quick. Brock Purdy was pressured on on a career high fifty percent of his dropbacks, and he threw a career high one hundred forty three yards when pressured, going eight for twelve with two touchdowns on those passes. He has eight touchdowns and one interception, one pressured in his career. The proof is in the pudding. He's he's cool. He's cool. Brock Purdy is the most. Well, I wouldn't call him underpaid because he just started, but he's the cheapest best quarterback. That's by chance. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's it's still a cold fact. By chance, though, a lot of things happen by chance, but that doesn't make mean that it's not true. Anyway, <laughs> but I'm not saying this to discredit Dak, but we we do this thing every few weeks. The Cowboys play a bad team and they smoke them. Oh my gosh, the Cowboys are the greatest. Cowboys are the greatest in the world. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Can we make new make the schedule? All, all hail the Cowboys. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Realistically, the Cowboys aren't a top five team in the NFL right now. Name five better teams. I can name you five better teams right now. Don't say that. By the way, don't. don't. To Baltimore and smoke you guys. <laughs> go to Baltimore and smoke you. Guys are lucky you don't play us this, this week. Y'all happy. <laughs> Y'all are lucky. Y'all are lucky. I'll name you five teams right now. But Ravens. Trash. Chiefs. Jags. Are the most, you said who? Jags. Jags? Uh, go Even ahead. after they lost, there's, there's still a better team. Y'all lost to the Cardinals. Let's not let's not discount that. <laughs> who has the Jags lost to? The Jags, they lost to the 49ers. Who else? Uh, I mean, I can pull up the totality. I think they beat Texans, the Texans, right? They lost to the Texans. Oh, okay, oh, the, 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 the Texans are a good team. Yeah, no, it's not Bobby here. They oh, lost well. to the, as Dan says, the Almighty Seven. The Almighty Seven. And then they also lost to Chiefs. Yeah, just Chiefs, Jags, and 49ers. That's uh, yeah, those are three good losses. If yeah, except Stanford, they got blown out, but like those other two were kind of. Kansas City kind of blew them out too. I think they were all blowouts. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, the, the, the Texans loss wasn't a blowout. I think they lost. Oh. No, Texas loss was a blowout. It was 37-17. Blowout. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. All their losses are blowouts. <laughs> listen, listen. 
Or was it you cheesy it, with one score? So yeah, cheesy with one score. Anyway. When you look at it, right, the Cowboys are not a top five team because they five better teams. I got you. Eagles, Chiefs, Ravens, Lions, 49ers, Dolphins. Detroit? Miami? It's it goes simply like this. Eagles, <laughs> it goes Eagles. I will put the Lions up there. Cowboys. The Ravens are better than the Cowboys right now, Ravens. definitively. Not, bro. Y'all don't. Y'all can't finish games. We go talk All right. Let's explain you. We explain this L in this next tape. We're going to talk about it. Okay. We have the highest point differential in the league. Let's be serious. Do y'all really? Yes. That's y'all weird. That's weird, though, because. As of yesterday? Blown, yeah, we're still. Even with yesterday's loss, we still have the highest point differential. Wow. We lost by, what, two, three? Yeah, that's weird. Eagles, Lions, Cowboys, Ravens. When we lose, we lose close, and when we do lose, we beat ourselves, not the other way around. And I think it's about that time, right? Let's talk about it. And that's the big question. (laughs) That's the big question. Let's talk about it. Y'all lost to uh, P.J. Warren? No, no, no. Deshaun Watson played this game. Yeah, Deshaun Watson played. Okay, okay. Oh, dang. Oh. You were ready with, for the smear campaign. Oh, <laughs> Good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. so the Ravens this past week, we played the Browns. I'm not going to lie. In the first quarter, we were up 17-3. I was happy. I was gassed. Um, Second quarter, we didn't score. We were up 31 to... What I think it was 19 in the fourth with nine minutes left, and then we beat ourselves. That's as simple as it is. Lamar threw two picks this game. He rushed for 41 yards, and overall, even John Harbaugh says they were apprehensive to leverage Keaton Mitchell, even though he's shown that he's more than capable. So at the end of the day, this comes down to us leveraging our players better. Mark Andrews only caught two balls this game. Zay Flowers also needs to be leveraged more. Odell even had a touchdown this game. We have all the pieces. It's just about putting it together. And this game, it was a loss because we got in our own way. It's simple as that. We got in our own way. So. We had no fumbles in this game. Yes, there was two picks in the air. And. Our overall third down efficiency was in the toilet. We were two for eight. But, right, oh, Justin for, Tucker our losses, for our losses to be by two to the Browns, by three to the Colts, and what did we lose to? And by seven to the Steelers when we had eight drops in the red zone. I'm happy to say with these losses, these losses are lessons for us. Ultimately, we're showing ourselves, listen, we can, when we're hot, we're hot, but we need to know how to win when there's adversity. Yes, the Browns are a top-ranked defense, and we beat them earlier this season, but in these times, we need to show that we can finish the game and hold strong. We know our defense is solid. Yes, we had some injuries and people missing from the offensive line, but that's not important. The important thing is we started the game off hot, 17 of three. The in fact the Browns started with the ball and they threw a pick on the first drive, a pick six. So 
we're more than capable of crushing this team, but we let them come back, and that shouldn't have happened. Simple as that. Have you realized that this seems to be an ongoing thing? Uh, it's been those, an ongoing thing for years. And seven of the last ten losses, you've blown two possession leads. You yeah. have nine losses in, since 2021 when you were up by seven or more going into the fourth. Yeah. You can't do that in the playoffs. That's understood. And that's something that the team is working on. John Harbaugh is aware. Um, and the coaches are figuring that out because we know what this team can do. We know what this team is capable of. But we need to play better even when we're down. Even when well, I wouldn't necessarily call it down. Even when things aren't going well, we need to find a way to flip the switch to still do what we need to do. Roquan Smith had an amazing show in this game. He had, what, 21 tackles, 14 yep. solos, seven assisted. Um, Adafi Owe had a, a sack this game. Jadavion Clowney had two sacks this game in his revenge game. Justin Matabike also had a sack. So the defense was doing what they needed to do. It was much more a thing of our offense needs to lock in and focus on what they need to do. Kyle Hamilton had the had a pick as well. And there was a moment where Geno Stone could have also had a pick as well um, that was dropped. So the defense is doing what it needs to do. It's more on the offensive side that we need to have that fine tooling and recalibration to make sure that we can uh, do what we need to do. The only Not thing I'll well. say is that we did need to stop the rush a bit more in this game. But in terms of... Deshaun Watson, he was out there looking shook. I'll put it simple. Yes, they won this game, but he was out there looking shook. Gotcha, this gotcha. game was won by the their rushing attack. Jerome Ford putting it on the ground. It wasn't a matter of Deshaun Watson massaging his way to the end zone. Relax. <laughs> won that game because Deshaun Watson, you had, which I had on the first half, I think he was like, like, like one for like twenty or something like that, like. 20 passing yards. Second half, he went 14 for 14, 150 total yards, a passing touchdown, and the game went and dropped. So it's simply like the defense stayed in the locker room, and whoever came back out of the field just wasn't there. The, the 11 players, what's his name, Geno Stone, Humphrey, those guys, Patrick Queen, they were still in the locker room because he had a complete game and won the game. And, you know, and Lamar, you know, it's just always going to happen. Turnover machine. Next, Josh Allen type thing like that. He's had two turnovers. What was it a pick six? Was it a pick six? That it wasn't a pick six. It was just two picks. It was the last one. Wasn't a pick six? The one in the fourth, fourth quarter wasn't a pick six. I think he did throw a pick six. He threw a pick six. I think it was a pick six. Am I, am I remembering wrong? I think he did throw a pick six at nine oh six. Yeah, he did. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So nine minutes right before half. Before fourth quarter, nine minutes six seconds left. Y'all was up thirty-one to seventeen. Mm -hmm. Score. Ended 33 to 31. Mm -hmm. Hey, man. I do not know. You know, Deshaun Watson had a perfect game. Second half, didn't miss a pass. Got a touchdown, game winning drive. It's like, you know, can Lamar win those big games? Can the Ravens hold out in those big games when you need to win, especially in the postseason? Yes. Can Lamar not turn the ball? Because, you know, if you would simply just bet Lamar to have a turnover every game this week, every game since the season started, you'd be up like a couple thousand billion dollars. <laughs> Did you bet that? 
No, I didn't. I should have. I should have been a hater. For so, so you don't like money, clearly. <laughs> I mean, hey, now, the CMC touchdown streak got spanked last Sunday. So, hey, man. Yeah. Listen. I was listening to Shannon Sharp talk the other day. He was like, you know, it gets it gets clouded because when y'all winning, no one wants to talk about how Lamar is playing very mediocre. So it's like overtakes it because y'all winning. So no one's playing talking about how Lamar's playing very mediocre. When you look at the stats, he's has 10 fumbles only. He has 10 fumbles, five lost fumbles, 10 TDs, and five interceptions. You know, he's he had it's like, you know, what is he really doing out there? You know, you gotta you gotta, gotta clean that up. Gotta clean you that have up. to out there. Listen, one thing you guys need to remember is wait, he has 10 TDs, including rushing and passing. I think he's rushing and passing, yeah. I think he has more. I think he has the same amount of pass TDs as Zach Wilson. Whoa, that I like the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did not like the way you said that. <laughs> Mac Jones, it's Mac Jones. He has the same amount of TDs as Mac Jones. Stop. I don't like the way you're saying that. <laughs> it's, a fa- it's a cold fact. Don't get mad. It's a cold fact. Yeah, see, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me check these stats here. I don't I, I don't get paid as Mac Jones. He's getting paid as Lamar Jackson. What was the contract, Dan? It was like a couple, you know, he, he had to fight for this contract and then he's out there playing like Mac Jones. It's a cold fact. Derek Carr, Mac Jones, and Lamar Jackson all have the same amount of touchdown passes. You know, he's out there playing like Mac Jones when y'all paid him to play like prom Tom Brady or prom Mike Vick. Y'all played him to play like that. He's playing like Mac Jones. You know what I'm I wouldn't say that, but the numbers can say that. Numbers, you know. Yeah. Hold on. I I got I got some I got my homie. He, covers... has, he has ten passing touchdowns. Yeah. He has five rushing touchdowns. He has fifteen total touchdowns on the season. The feet, the feet don't matter. We talking about playing. What do you mean? Throwing the ball into the end zone. Listen, you're if you don't <laughs> include if you don't include the feet, it just doesn't make sense. It does that's not a stat. It doesn't. Lamar is a dual threat. He's, he'll put it on the ground and he'll put it in the air. You know what I'm saying? He has 17 TDs, past TDs, and he has three, what, Russian TDs. So yeah, you guys lost to the Cardinals. We're not talking about you guys right now. Let's focus whoa, on what's whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't do that. They just won. Don't do that. <laughs> For the Giants. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, if you if you turn a ball over the playoffs, you turn a ball over the playoffs to Joe Barrow or one of those guys, in the playoffs, you lose that game. If the Bengals make the playoffs, let's be serious. Let's yes, ten hit. fumbles and you, you turn the ball in the playoffs, you lose that game. Wrong or right? You watch football, you play football. I a hundred percent agree with you. But exactly. the one thing that I will say is, I'm happy that we're taking this loss now and splitting the series with Cleveland now, because that's not going to be the case in the playoffs. We're still sit atop of the AFC North, and we're doing our thing. Yes, we took a loss here. And we lost by two. We gave up a two-possession lead. Yes, all of these things are true. But I'd rather for us to lose now than in the postseason. Let's learn these lessons now. Let's fine-tune. Let's Todd Munkin get in the kitchen. He's been cooking all season. And let's see what happens. Because I promise you, the Ravens that you saw last week are not going to be the Ravens you see at the end of the season. How many weeks do you need to solve a lesson? Yeah, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, hey, I'm gonna call it like I see it. I want you to do well, but I'm gonna call it like I see it. And what do you see, Dad? Turn the ball over in the playoffs. You say you get a ball over Patrick Mahomes, he's gonna score. That's y'all up, y'all lost seven, y'all down seven again because y'all turned the ball over. 
You know, if you give your opponent extra possessions, they're going to beat you. And you get extra possessions when you turn the ball over. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Mistakes were made, but I stand behind Lamar. Respect. You he know? needs to clean it up. That's all I'm That's- saying. Listen, there were listen. We're not talking about the fact that there were no fumbles. Yes, he th- yes he threw two picks, but there were no fumbles on this game. So there is a trend in a positive direction overall. Debatable. Are you talking about? You know, talking about listen, I'm, I'm saying. Listen, listen. What I'm Debatable. saying is he he didn't fumble the ball this game, even missing some of his offensive linemen. Right. Yes, under pressure he was he threw two picks, but I know Lamar. He's gonna clean that up. It's okay. Well, and the Browns are what? Do they have the number one defense in the NFL right now? Something. I think so. Exactly. Something. They have a top three defense. And if we're losing by two and splitting the series when they're in our division, this isn't the worst possible scenario that I, you could have imagined. I think he just needs to clean it up. That's it. I agree. That's it. I agree. That's it. I agree. That's the only indictment on Lamar Jackson is his ability to protect the football. That is it. Protect the football. Well, he protected the football. He didn't have any fumbles this game. It was pick. Go pick. It's not pretending football. It's not like, you know, oh, it's like straight to the defense type pick, you know? A a dot to the ops. It's not good. And listen, and he'll show you in these coming weeks, he's going to clean it up, but I ain't going to speak on it too much. Thanks, next week. I can feel I'm next week. I'm actually this Thursday. I'm betting on a turnover. I'm done, I'm done thinking it's going to change. I'm betting on a turnover. <laughs> hey, bet on it. Bet on it. I want to see. It. There will be a turnover in this game, and it will be from the next. Speaking of this, a pick. I'm betting on it. Speaking of turnovers, uh, Ken Dorsey, offensive coordinator for the Bills, has definitely fired. So. Yeah. Oh, he has been fired. Yes. So, versus Brian D. Wall, now it's Ken Dorsey. I think Josh Allen might be a coordinator and killer. Hmm. Well, man, Bill's already making moves, so. Sheesh. Hey, yep. I told you they needed to let Josh be Josh. So, hey. Mm. But, um. I think we covered all the games that we said we was going to cover. Let's get into these picks, unless y'all want to cover another one. Um, nah. Do we talk about the Steelers? Just real quick. Right, Tomlin? Mike just went coach of the year. That's all. He's coach Mike, of the never, Mike is never going to go under 500, bro. He's not going to never He's coach of the decade. I'm not going to lie to you. He just went with coach of the year. But that's all. Nothing, nothing else. Do, do coaches go into Hall of Fame? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he'll be in there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let me look at the schedule one more time. Is there anything of note? Oh wait, do you want to touch on uh this weekend's college football? Okay. I will. Michigan, you know, free Jim, free my guy Jim Harbaugh. You know, that them. was a that was a gritty game. They were like bet. You know, you know, it was so bad. They came out the second half. They was like, we're not going to throw one pass. We're going to. <laughs> The ball every second and win the game. That's what they did. They didn't throw not one pass. They ran the ball the whole entire time and won the game. This is oh, pitch. Oh, they still got Blake Corum? Yeah, this is pitch. Yeah. It's Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum. It's this tough pitch of Corum after the game. Oh, my God. The toughest pitch I've ever seen. 
Oh, yeah, and you and Blake Corum the same age. He went to St. Francis? Yeah, home team. Okay. Um, what, what about what happened in this Colorado game? Did they win? Oh, bro. I don't want to talk about Colorado for a while anymore. I think, I think, oh, uh, salute, salute to Coach Prime. I want y'all to do well, but I think, you know, I think that Pac 12 is still a Pac 12. There's not really much. It's looking a little ugly. You know, Shadour and Shadour are coming back for one more year. So I think um, if he can clean it up next year, then the number one pick in the 25 draft. But not impressed anymore. What, what were some of the other games this weekend? Um, I want to highlight real, real quickly Antonio Pierce is 2 0 as a head coach for the Raiders. Facts. I'm just saying, man. In O'Connell, he did. In O'Connell, he might be that guy. I know we do a pick in this game, but he looked very solid. In uh, Antonio Pierce made it very clear. He said, "I'm not an idiot. I'm gonna get the ball to my playmakers." Devontae Adams six catches, eighty-six yards, had thirteen targets. Josh Jacobs twenty-seven carries and two catches, so twenty-nine touches. You put the ball on your playmakers' hands and you win games. And sure enough, the Rangers have the W. They're now 5-5 five and five in the season, 4-1 at home. I usually don't care about home and away, but it seems to have some impact on how these games pan out. They're 4-1 at home. Uh, the Jets' offense, I've said it before, I'll say it again, they look disgusting. Uh, Brees Hall had averaged two yards to carry. Zach Wilson threw a pick. Garrett Wilson threw a pass. That, that wasn't caught. Um, you know, he, he did his thing in the receiving game, had 93 yards. Zach Wilson also had a fumble. CJ Mosley had 14 tackles. But I just want to I just want to give my kudos to uh Antonio Pierce. Right? I know it's only been two games, but despite that, he's getting it done. Also and, the atmosphere in the locker room is way different. That's like absolutely being a raider, you know. Absolutely. You can see the joy on Devontae Allen's face. I think Joshua Daniels was a locker room cancer. Alex Crosby's top ten dragger. <laughs> yeah, and <he's> <laughs> the guards and shit. He's actually a top ten. This team has made a one eighty effect. Mm-hmm. How do you guys see them doing through the rest of the season? Let me look at the schedule, man. I think I got faith in Antonio Pierce. Hey, they got the hey. They're five hundred and they're playing the Dolphins. And you know what the teams? You know you know how the Dolphins get with teams that are five hundred or above. I think they finished eight and nine. Mm. Do you have them beating the Dolphins? No. Chiefs? No. Vikings? Yes. Chargers? Yes. Chiefs? No. Colts? Yes. Broncos? Yes. All right, Zay. Dolphins? Mm, yeah. They 500, right? Yeah. Chiefs? Uh, nah. Vikings? Nah, I like Joshua. Chargers? Nah. Chiefs. Yeah. Colts. Yeah. Broncos. Yeah. Okay, okay. Y'all ready for these pre- for y'all predictions? Yeah. Yeah, fire away. Let's get into it. Let's week eleven. Week eleven. Week one one. Week one one. Let's talk about these predictions, man. All right, Ravens, Bengals. Who y'all got? Got B more, man. We got the flock here. Bengals, man. 
You know, I, I got the Ravens. I heard Joe pulling up with a shicey coming to Baltimore. I heard he putting a shicey on. He, I heard he putting a shicey on. He might throw for 800 yards. I do not know, yo. Please. If his track records proceeds for this season, um, even if it doesn't, I still got the Ravens. Ooh, we got a lot of – we got straight AFC North bump this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching both these games. Steelers-Browns. Mm-hmm. This will be an interesting one. I got I mean, it's going to be close. And it's probably – I feel like 21-23 mm, games type stupid win by Dang. Mm, give me this. I'll take, I'll take the Steelers. I'll take the Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers as well because, yes, the Browns, they – you know what I'm saying? They they caught a lucky one against the Ravens, but you're you're they're not beating the Steelers. I don't think so. I don't know. Browns are like that. <laughs> Bears Lions. Lions. Sorry. <laughs> give it to Lions as well. Uh Packers Chargers. Chargers. Green Bay. <laughs> That's actually a hater he's talking. <laughs> and I'm going Chargers. Man. You're you're crazy. Green Bay. Green Bay. Why not? I'll, Dolphins, I'll go. Dolphins Raiders. Oh, um, I would love the Raiders win though. But I was I would love a Raiders win, but I got Miami. I got the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders are five hundred. Um, and they are two and zero. Technically, they're two and zero. I I scratch everything that's prior to this was prior to Antonio, uh, with Pierce. So they're I, they're actually an undefeated team. All right, Giants Salute. Commanders. Good. I'll take Washington. I'll take Washington. I guess. The Cowboys, Panthers. Got Dallas. Oh, I got Cowboys, but I foresee a close game. I don't know. Oh my God. Like I got okay, I got Dallas. Serious, bro. <laughs> Titans, Jags. Jags. This is gonna be a close game, but give me Jacksonville. I'm going Titans. Derek Henry's gonna run through them boys. You should be picking the Titans a lot. They only got three wins. <laughs> I know, but they're gonna get get this one. Okay. Cardinals, Texans. Texans, big seven. Oh mighty seven. I'm going the Cardinals. Um Mighty Mouse is back and he's gonna show y'all why he's here. He's I think he's one of the most underrated QBs in the league. And you guys are gonna see that he's here to play. Um, Buccaneers 49ers. Bucks. Um, yeah, I'm okay. Got Tampa, baby. <laughs> Y'all are tripping. I got the 49ers. Okay. Touchdown. Jets, Bills. Give me the Jets. I give me the Jets, bro. Give me the Jets. They just fired their OC. I'm going Bills. Seahawks, Rams. Give me, give me. Is Matthew Stafford playing? If he plays, I got, I got LA. If he plays, I got LA. If he doesn't, I got. Let's uh, uh, see. Seahawks. Vikings. Broncos. I got the pasture not. Very simple. This might be an interesting game. It will be. It's a prime time game. We got the pasture not on on Sunday night. Give me, give me, give me many. Sometimes this this is these are the moments when I think the NFL has a script because you got Russell Wilson coming off a win from the Bills 
and you got Josh Dobbs on the Vikings, and this just happens to be a primetime game. Yeah. No flex. Go <laughs> on, Vikings. Chiefs, Eagles. Uh, I want the Chiefs to win, so give me Chiefs. Andy Reid puts belt to behind in Philly. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Andy Reid puts belt to behind. And once again, that's a – come on, man. Casey, very easy. It's the regular season. Any given Sunday, I'm going Eagles. Isn't that a Monday night game? You're so unserious. <laughs> what do you mean? How? How's it? It's a Monday night game you talk about any given Sunday. Fuck <laughs> in. Chill, bro. Chill, bro. Hey, any given weekend at this point, bro. It's a free, 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 free. Yeah, free, free bro. It's okay. Andy Reid puts belts behind, and once again, that's what that's what's gonna happen. The Eagles have the best record in the NFL, and I don't think that the Chiefs are about to change that. But I, I just hope y'all know, Sam Howell almost beat Jalen Hurts twice. I know almost doesn't count, but Patrick Mahomes lost to the, the Lions in the opener, and who else did they lose to? The Jared Goff is him, but go ahead. And the Broncos. Explain division. that one. Go ahead, explain that one. Explain divisional game. They took it out. You said which one? The Broncos. Explain the Broncos lost. Divisional game. They took it out. Same way y'all just lost to the Browns. Same thing. Ah, uh, so you want to talk about all right? It's I the mean, same they were, thing. They lost twenty four nine though. It wasn't like a comeback or anything type situation. They just lost. Patty threw two picks. It happened. Okay, all right. So, do we give Patrick Mahomes grace for throwing two picks? He played bad that game. <laughs> I said that Mahomes has proven like he, he throws like fifty touch pass touchdowns a year. Like, don't ever compare Lamar to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, won't, I won't say don't ever. You can do it. Both, they, though, yes, yes, Patrick Mahomes is two, two, two rings, but they both have an MVP. Mahomes has two. Oh, Mahomes is two MVPs. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. Listen, they're on that same trajectory. Mahomes been in the league longer. He's stuck for it. We're free it. Mahomes is 28. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He didn't. His QB one year was. Yeah, he got by a year. Technically. You're right, though. But Lamar Jackson's also 26. You know what I'm saying? Two years. What can happen in two years? Look, look. When Lamar wins the MVP this year and he wins the Super Bowl, all he'll need is one more ring to match him. And now it's a debate. Lamar's not going to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Hey. Now that's gonna get clipped right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um okay, I think I think I had a question for you guys. I think I had a question for you guys. All the games? You said what? Did we cover everything? We I think we covered everything that mattered. For next week. Oh yeah. Yeah, we covered <laughs> all the games for this upcoming week. Okay. Yeah. Um Zay, you're unserious putting in all the all the all, all the wins for last week. You're unserious. That's what I had. That's not what you had, bro. You weren't there. Oh, Zay, you're a cap. Put them in. Oh, breaking news. Uh, breaking breaking news. Wolf Hunter after a season. Yeah, I best saw that. You said who? Ray Vendor, Ray Vendor, a linebacker for the Cowboys after a season. Why? What happened? 
neck injury. Dang. Hey, I'm telling you, I might actually I might have to switch that one off to Carol to Carolina. I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, late hasn't played in three weeks, right? Bro. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Wait, what? Like the defense hey. out the defense out there right now is better than what we had three weeks ago. So it's like. Hey, you know y'all, y'all, y'all down Vanderish, y'all down. Uh, down Vanderish for <laughs> you know, who? Who, who, who else are y'all? Who else are y'all down? Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs. Hey, Michael Parsons has been a little quiet recently. Michael Parsons and Nick Bosa are the most double team players in the league, and he still has the most. Okay, pressure. Well, wait, wait, don't finish. Don't finish. Go ahead, Zach. He still has the most pressures in the league, and he's the most double team player in the league. I don't think he has the most pressures in the league. He does. I think you're a hater. <laughs> I, I, I like Micah Parsons, but he's just been a little quiet recently. That's all I'm saying. Get double team. I will hope. He, he get double team, he still gets to the QB. I don't understand. I mean, on the season, I mean, seven and a half sacks. That's cool. That's calm. 31, 31 tackles, seven and a half sacks, 13 assists. I'm saying, I'm just saying, I, I, I'm peeping. I'm just seeing, you know. You know, it's just all one of these. <laughs> but wait, y'all got anything else? No. Zay. All right, guys. I think this this is a good one. Um, hey, when it rains, it pours, man. When it rains, it pours. You can't stop the rain. You can't stop the rain. Right, let me not start. I'm not a singer, guys. Not today. But with that being said, thank you guys for listening to the Fever Pitch podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on whatever platform you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google, Amazon, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, we're on there. Fever Pitch podcast. Hot takes, cold facts. But as always, it's been Brian. And Dan. Thank yeah. you, Zay, for coming on. Thanks. And you guys take care. Peace. Stay safe.